connected to the Bible. It's your good friend A.A. Ron. It's still, it's now 541 in the morning. July, let's say the 9th. July 9th. We're in Isaiah 53. And I decided I'm going to go ahead and finish out the rest of the book of Isaiah. Let's do this. Who has believed what we have heard? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? He grew up before him like a young plant and like a root out of dry ground. He didn't have an impressive form or majesty that we should look at him. No appearance that we should desire him. Talking about Jesus again. He was despised and rejected by men. Second, let me uh, turn on my little lamp here and get a little more light. Uh, here we go. Shazam. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of suffering who knew what sickness was. He was like someone people turned away from. He was despised and we didn't value him. Yet he himself bore our sickness and he carried our pains. But we in turn regarded him stricken, struck down by God and afflicted. That's a good memory verse. He himself bore our sicknesses and he carried our pains. So we wouldn't have to. Verse 5, but he was pierced because of our rebellion, or in some translations say our transgressions. It's another good memory verse. He was crushed because of our iniquities. Punishment for our peace was on him, and he, we are healed by his wounds, or some say by his stripes we are healed. Every time he was whipped, those stripes he received on his back and his body. We're healed because of that. It's mind-blowing when you think about it. It doesn't make sense, but to God it does. We all went astray like sheep. We all have turned to our own way, and the Lord has punished him for the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth like a lamb led to the slaughter and like a sheep silent before her shears. He did not open his mouth. He was taken away because of oppression and judgment. And who considered his fate? For he was cut off from the land of the living. We, he was struck because of my people's rebellion. He was assigned a grave with the wicked, but he was with a rich man at his death because he had done no violence and had not spoken deceitfully. Yet the Lord was pleased to crush him severely when you make him a guilt offering. He will see his seed. He will prolong his days. And by his hand, the Lord's pleasure will be accomplished. After his anguish, he will see light and, he, and be satisfied. By his knowledge, my righteous servant will justify many, and he will carry their iniquities. Therefore, I will give him the many as a portion. Who is the many? It's funny because there's a lot of scriptures that use that word many. Like even the one that says on that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, I did this in your name, did that in your name. He'll say, depart from me, you workers of iniquity, I never knew you. 
Anyway, the, that, that's a good. Go to BibleGateway.com. Look up the word mini. He said, I will give him the many as a portion and he will receive the mighty as spoil he, because he willingly submitted to death. The many is souls. Us. The rebellious. I believe that's what he's referring to. The many. Sorry, that's something in my ear. I was thinking I wanted to deep thought for a hot second. Therefore, I'll give him the many as a portion. He will receive the mighty as spoil because he willingly submitted to death and was counted among the rebels. Yet he bore the sin of many and interceded for the rebels. That's me. I'm the many. I'm a rebel. All right, y'all, let's read these Tony Evans notes. I don't know if I'm going to make it to Isaiah 65. Let's try. At this rate, I'm only going to get like four hours of sleep. This is why I need a, this is why I need a wife. I'd be like, hey, we're going to go to this pool, right? I need you to watch my kids while taking a nap. <laughs> uh, and then we, then I'll be like, all right, yeah, for the first hour, I'm taking a nap. Please watch these kids. Make sure nobody drowns. And then come get me after an hour. And then you can take a nap, read a book, do whatever you want to do. And I'll watch the kids. And we can bounce. <laughs> And then drop these kids off. And then how did Jazz say it? Go get some chicken and get busy. <laughs> get a bucket of chicken and get busy. Oh, man. Good old Jazz. I don't know how I got on that tangent. All right. Let's keep going. I think that's what he said to Hillary. Can't remember. Anyway. See, now I'm thinking about getting some chicken and getting busy. Man, I stepped on that scale. I said, I'm 161 pounds. Normally, I'm 155. I don't know how much of that is muscle and how much of that is all them uh, Starbucks mocha iced coffees I was drinking. Anyway. I need to figure out my energy level somehow. I got to, like, change my diet up or something because my energy levels are, like, not good right now. And I feel like I'm completely dependent on coffee now or sugar. Like, I had tea today. Yeah, bro, we ain't going to make it to Isaiah 65 tonight, today. All right, let's just read these notes. The great sin of Israel's leaders and people was their failure to recognize their Messiah when he came. A relative few in Israel believed. These verses couldn't more clearly depict what Jesus Christ endured. I got chill hot playing in the background, by the way, for those of y'all just that are curious. And so that hopefully they don't come get me, so I didn't give them credit. 
and start asking for royalties or something. These verses couldn't more clearly, it's talking about verses 5 and 6, these verses couldn't more clearly depict what Jesus Christ had endured. The use of language is precise regarding the kind of death he would die. He was pierced. And the reason for it, because of our iniquities or our sin. He was punished for the iniquity of us all. Hundreds of years before it would happen, the prophet testified to the substitutionary atonement of Christ on the cross. What are the chances? He can't make this stuff up. Uh, hundreds of years prior to Jesus' death, here is Isaiah prophesying how Jesus would die. Now, a skeptic would be like, well, they made that up. It's like, it would take a genius to come up with this crazy lie and make sure everything aligned and all these people did what they were supposed to do. And then after that, millions of people, billions of people on this earth know who Jesus is and believe that this story is not just a story, but it's history, that it actually happened. It's part of God's story, his story. Anyway, my job isn't to try to convince you or tell you how wrong you are. I just encourage you to don't take my word for it. Go find out for yourself. Ask the Lord to make himself very plain to you. He will. To remove the blinders from your eyes, any areas that you have blindness. That's my prayer every day, Lord. It should be my prayer every day more, Lord. Remove, remove the blinders from my eyes. And when I do start to see things clearly, clearly the way you see them, help me to actually do something about it and provide the resources financially, the the uh, courage, the faith, even if the resources aren't there to act on whatever you've called me to do. Anyway, I don't know what I'm... I feel like, what's her name? Anyway, I'm not going to say her name. I got to stop saying names of people on this podcast, even if I make up names. Because, uh, anyway. Yeah. I just got to stop. I want them later on coming like, why are you talking about me on your podcast? Please stop talking about me on your podcast. <laughs> Don't mention me or any variations of my name on your podcast. Anyway, my bad, y'all. I'm just, I'm tired. <laughs> oh, man. And I started talking crazy. The more tired I get. Hundreds of years before it would happen, the prophet testified to the substitutionary atonement of Christ on the cross. Now I'm feeling kind of, this is the episode, my bad, y'all. Right, I'll save it for the end. Let me finish these notes. The gospel writers testified to Jesus' silence before those who falsely accused him. Matthew tells us that a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph asked Pilate for Jesus' body and buried him in his own tomb. See Matthew chapter 27, verse 57 through 60. The fulfillment of prophecies like this one is testimony to the divine inspiration and truthfulness of the Bible. The father and son had been in living communion, in loving communion from eternity past, yet the Lord was pleased to crush him severely. Why? Because the Lord's son's death 
as a guilt offering in reference to the Old Testament sacrifices for sin. See Leviticus chapter 5, verse 14 through 6, and verse 7, was the only way to bring about our salvation. Yes, Jesus had to die for us to be saved. The substitutionary death. Go back and read the Old Testament about all them sacrifices and the lambs and goats and all that they were constantly doing. And here was Jesus, the final sacrifice once and for all so that we wouldn't have to do that anymore. You can imagine every time you sin, you had to go sacrifice a goat or a sheep. And it couldn't just be any old sheep. It had to be like a, it can be blemished. It had to be a, a good one in good condition. Can't be lame, couldn't have, you know, half a hoof. You know, it had to be all intact. No spots. Perfect, clean, white, perfect. Which meant it was expensive. Animals back then were your livelihood. Your livestock is how you live, it's how you ate, it's how you fed your family. Anyway, I won't go there. All right. After his anguish, he will see light refers to the fact that God, the father, raised God, the son from the dead. He is now the resurrected Lord. All right, I'm going to share this real quick and then I'm going to pray and close it out. So I got this little fluff. I'm self-conscious about my little fluff on my stomach. <laughs> it's not that bad when I'm standing up. And... uh yeah, but this little extra five pounds on me is showing. I'm like self-conscious. There's an episode of of Doug where Doug gets invited by Patty Mayonnaise to a pool party, and he's like super, I can't remember how it goes, but I feel like he's kind of like self-conscious because he realizes how chubby he is, or people, I don't know, the people there make fun of him. I can't remember. I have to go back and find that episode. I have to Google Doug Funny Chubby Pool episode. Anyway. Man, I feel like Doug Funny right now. Chantal. Oh, I mean, Shauna Paul. <laughs> See, it's like it's supposed to say these names. Shauna Paul. Shauna Paula. Uh, Shauna, Shauna Paula. <laughs> there you go, sounds more feminine. Shauna Paula, um, it's like my panty, patty mayonnaise right now for the time being. And, um, I don't know, it's, these butterflies, man, are rough. But, um, we'll be all right, we'll be okay. I'll be all right. <sighs> the birds are chirping. I should do like an extemporaneous poem. This Sean Apollo. Like I yeah, that's what we'll do. We'll for now, Sean Apollo will be like my she'll be like my uh, invisible pretend girlfriend right now. All right, let's see what we can say off the dome. Here we go, here we go. Do a little, little woosah. 
Usa. Love is blind. Time has no end. I've learned the art of waiting before hitting send. And it's okay to release, to say everything that needs to be said. As these birds serenade me to sleep. I pretend that you lie here next to me and we tell each other secret things, whispering yearnings since the beginning. The moment you began to search for love again to let go of all pain and all suffering, hurting can only last for a moment. And in this season, we listen. Paying attention, pressing forward to all that God has for us. That's all I got. <laughs> anyway, uh, Lord, I just thank you for this day. I thank you for putting breath in my lungs. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that you died on the cross once again so that we wouldn't have to, that you atoned for our sins, Lord, that you are the substitutionary, substitutionary sacrifice, the spotless, perfect lamb that was slain for us. You had no sin. You're the only person ever, only human being to ever walk the face of this earth and not sin, to not lie, to not steal, to not cheat. To not commit adultery, to not fornicate, not to do any of that stuff, God. And you are the only one that had the right to stand in the gap for us, to die for us. So we thank you for that, Lord. We thank you that by your stripes we are healed. That doesn't just include, yeah, Lord, you know all the things going on in my body right now that need healing. So I thank you for that healing. I thank you for the healing in my body. Everywhere where there's pain, everywhere, yes, and also spiritually, all the pain from just life experiences and a broken heart, from things not quite turning out the way I thought they would, just lay it all at your feet, God, lay it all at your feet, we lay it all at your feet, in Jesus' mighty name, we pray that you be with me as I sleep, surround me with your angels, I pray that even though I'm only going to get about four hours of sleep, that it would be the most restful, um, productive four hours of sleep I've ever had in my life. And I pray for this time 
I'll be able to spend with the kids and pray for protection from any hurt, harm, or danger, especially Matthew, who's still learning how to swim. Help me to pray that today will be the day he will learn how to swim as I teach him, that uh, that he would not panic, that he would um, just have... This guy, a supernatural encounter with you, and you, this would be the day he learns how to swim. Something would click. Something would click in Jesus' name. And also, just thank you for just those these four kids. Thank you for their mom and their stepdad just being gracious. And pray that communication between us will continue to improve in our relationship. We continue to get better and better in Jesus. And I pray for Shauna Paula, or yes... My uh, invisible <laughs> oh, girlfriend, Lord. Oh, God. I need your help, man. Lord, I need your help. Your word says it'd be better to marry than to burn with lust. And uh, I'm burning, Lord. But I'm giving it all to you right now in this moment. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. All y'all, I'll holler. Deuces. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Romans 5 a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us, or showed his love toward us, in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts, we believe we are now in right standing with God. And with our mouths, we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody or everybody who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you never asked Jesus into your heart or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty, precious name I pray. Amen.